0: Hi, my name is Isa Valdez and welcome to Evolve the podcast. Each week I will give you tips and tricks on how you can start a business, make it successful and keep it going. Listen to my journey as I become a self-made entrepreneur at 36 and counting. Hi, my name is Isa Valdez and I've decided to do a podcast to talk about being an entrepreneur at age 36 and starting my first business at age 36. I didn't realize that I was 36 starting a business until I turned 48. And I remember starting the business and thinking, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm just going to go ahead and do everything that I can to bring this vision to life, right? and It all happened for me. I was home. I got back from college. I have a degree in accounting. In fact, you know, I like to brag about having a bachelor's of science degree in accounting. I came back from college, and I could not find a job to save my life, right? And I often credit my my cousin. He was the then managing partner. At Price Waterhouse Coopers, and he called me in for an interview, and I failed and tanked the interview. People, I failed the interview at one of the top five accounting firms at that time, right? And I just didn't know what direction that I wanted to go in. But I know that I had this innate ability, this innate feeling in me that I was not supposed to work for someone. So, what do I do? Uh, what, what, I mean, I went to college uh, at age 32. I was 30, I was no, I was in my thirties. I went to college in my thirties. and I got a degree in my thirties. I remember even talking to my biology teacher at the time, and he said, "I want you to change your major." He said, "I wanted you." I want, you're doing so well in biology and science. I was getting A's, I was getting all A's. And he said, would you change your major to medicine? And I said, no way am I going to do that. That meant that I was gonna have to spend another five to six more years in school and I did not want to do it. I kept telling myself, I have something to do, I have something to do. And going to college for medicine meant that I was going to spend many more years in school and I didn't want to do that. After all, I had brought my son from the Bahamas to the United States. In fact, I brought my son and my brother to live with me from the Bahamas uh, and I raised them while I was in college, right? And so when I got home from college, I had to send my son ahead of me, but I got home and I couldn't find a job but I knew that I had to come home because things were just not going right. Everything, every turn, things were just not going right. It was just enough, you know, but it just wasn't getting beyond the next level. And I just knew that I had to go home. I had to correct some things, whatever that was in me that felt that I had to go home. So I sent my son ahead of me and he went to stay with some friends of mine for about six months until I was finished school. I packed up my apartment, I sent my son ahead, sorry, and then I sent my brother, and then I came home. And I did, you know, multiple jobs. I remember I was dating this guy at the time, and he was like, you need to find a job, you need to find a job, and I went and I applied to the hotel at the time a friend of mine was in charge of the accounting department and he offered me a job. It was a slap in the face, but neither here nor there, I was offered the job. I had all of my documentation, all I had to do was sign it, and I couldn't shake the feeling on the inside of me that I was not supposed to work for anyone. I just couldn't shake it. And I had I had left all of my other jobs because I was a manager at a restaurant. I was a project manager at a construction site. I was building a 10 plex for a client. And I just knew, you know, I just knew that I was not supposed to be on a conventional job nine to five. And I believe that all of the footsteps that I took was for me to come to the moment of being an entrepreneur and running my own business. I was the general manager of a restaurant and I remember I was standing in the bar area and this guy walked up to me and he said, are you the owner? And I said, no. He said, you sure? Because you look like the owner. And I suppose that whatever it was that he saw in me at the time, it looked like I was the owner, right? And so, I mean, at that time, I still didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. This was like 2008. I was running a restaurant. In fact, I was doing it on my own. I was doing a very good job. You know, the, the place was always packed, jam. The food was good. Like, I always knew in the back of my mind, even working at, a, at the restaurant, I had to taste the food, right? So before the food came out of the kitchen, I tasted the food. So I always had... The mindset of doing things next level, staying on the cutting edge, and ensuring that I will not succumb to the pressures of not fitting in, not doing well, things like that. I sat home, unemployed for months, and one day I I said, I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask the Lord what am I supposed to be doing and the minute I asked I immediately got an answer and he said open a radio station radio station said how in the world am I going to open up a radio station and I have no knowledge so I said how am I going to who do I go to and he sent me to a lady at a local radio station and I asked her point blank, what am I going to find out from you? And she said, what is it that you want to know? I said, who does all of your equipment? Who does this? Who does that? And she gave me a name. And she gave me his contact and I reached out. And then I started to seek the Lord on how am I going to pay for this, right? Cause I was home unemployed and I had zero dollars to my name. When I tell you people I had zero dollars, I had zero dollars to my name and I had nowhere to find the money. I was, I wasn't home but I was hungry. I didn't have any money to buy food. It was crazy and I started praying and I started fasting and I was praying more and I mentioned to my godmother what, you know, and she told a friend of hers who then said, they pray they're going to assist me in prayer to bring this thing to life. Her friend ended up telling uh, her brother, oh, you know, I know this young lady, she wants to open up a radio station, and he said to her, Anybody could, so then I said, I'm going to go. So she told me, and then I decided that I was going to go to the Knob Show, that I had no money, right? I had created the business plan. I created the perfect business plan with regards to hers, and, um, but I had no idea on what it was going to cost me. So I started calling all my friends. I called a couple of people, and with much resistance, a friend of mine decided to give me um, They paid for round Vegas and pay for the hotel and the registration and all of that good stuff. And then I got on the plane. As I was coming off the plane, I saw this gentleman in the next row with a Bahamian passport. And I said to him, how can you help me? And he said, what are you here for? And I said, I'm, I'm here to, to open up a radio station. And he took me with him. And he said, okay, here's what you need. And he's a total stranger, right? I only walked up to him because I saw him with a password. And tell y'all the fundamental of being an entrepreneur and finding your niche and even being great at what you do. You have to create a boldness. And you have to... Without a shadow of a doubt, you have to do it no matter how you feel. So if you're scared, you have to do it. You have to push past your fear. You have to push past your insecurity. You have to push past your insecurity. You have to push past it, right? So he sat me down and this is everything that you need, right? The conference is going on. It's like a four-day conference and the exhibits open on the second day so we sneak inside right and i'm talking to the owner of shively like shively is one of the biggest people companies in radio sat me down and he told me every single thing that i needed to know about radio i mean i learned everything that i needed to know on the conference floor at the NAB, and i met every owner of the biggest company is the biggest audio processor company, the biggest antenna company. I learned on the floor. They told me everything that I. They taught me and told me everything that I needed to know. Armed with that information. I still have no money right I still have no money but I'm excited I feel it in my bones I feel it in my spirit I feel it I just feel it this is what I'm supposed to do I'm supposed to go and open up a radio station right and what do I do I go home with this information and I in all of my numbers and I finish my business plan I finish my business plan and then I began to pray some more I remember I would pray for hours at a time just asking God to bring it to life. I, I literally presented my business plan to the Lord. Like I said, okay, I am finished. I am finished. Right. There was there was nothing else that I could do to the business plan to make it right. He gave me the entire blueprint, how he wanted it, who he wanted me to hire at the time. It was all it all came I should say you know line by line precept by precept exactly how he wanted me to do it and I then began to formulate this plan right I then began to say this is what I am going to do and I remember with all the weeks and months of praying so I so I got the vision in 20 2009 and I went to the NAB in 2010 uh, it was like April 2010. And November 11, 2011 is when we went on the air and we tested and everything was perfect. What happened between twenty April 2010 to November 2011? You have to tune in. To the next episode of Evolve the Podcast where I tell you tips and tricks and my story about how I started a company at age 36 and still going. So tune in to the next episode which I will drop every week. Thank you for listening and Evolve. Tune into the Evolve podcast this and every week as I dive into all of the things that made my business successful.